Coming off one of the best sports weekends in a really long time. Week five had a lot of high hopes for us, and we only wonder what week six can do for us. Demonte Adams set career highs. Tom Brady had a career day. Russell Wilson went down with injuries. Other people went down with injuries. Lamar Jackson is showing us that he is the player. Uh, the doubters uh, really thought that he couldn't be uh, doing it through the air and doing it on the ground. So there is so much to talk about uh, this week, and we have a great show for you guys today. Uh, we're going to get into some Fab Five. We're going to go over the top five reviews. We're going to talk about the backup running backs. We're going to talk about some of the matchups this week because um, we got the bye week starting, so it's definitely taking a toll on some of us. Welcome into the Dynasty Mafia podcast, everybody. We have a little intro for you there, but it is Saturday, October 16th, the day before week six. Uh, we've been digesting this whole weekend as we obviously know week six has started with the great Thursday night game. But uh, enough of that, guys. Keenan Eric, how are you doing today, fellas? I'm doing great. I'm not even going to pass this to Keenan. I'm going to just share my experience before before we start a recording here. I checked out the local card show. And, you know, I, I traded some cards. Card, for nice... card not card. Card. Right. Card, so yeah, that's a oh, card. 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 I, I sounded like card. Card, but... sports cards, trade card, yeah. you know, trading cards. Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr. <laughs> Bringing the car. But um, no, I traded for a nice Josh Allen card. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, traded five cards for one. You know, what, but... what what five did you trade? If you don't, if you it was uh, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Jordan Love. They were RPAs. And then just a um, Trey Young base card. Um, and then a Jordan Love silver, um, the silver wow. chronicles. Um, but yeah, so but I got the Josh, you know, it's a Panini prism, it's the, the green prism, Josh Allen, this rookie card. So I'm excited about it. I wanted to, that was my plan to go in there and just How trade up for a nice one. And are they open today too? Yeah, all open, today? yeah, 11 to 7 today, 11 to 7 tomorrow. I might Real go back. Right? I saw a nice Mike Evans card I want to get, you know, I gotta you get got my boy. You got you got into that hobby. I, I think more than your brother did. I think I feel like you're you're uh, 100% I from in. Him. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm in it too, but like, it's so hard to even like get it, get your hands on a uh, on a box of cards nowadays. And and then you look at eBay, like it's so hard to spend 20 bucks on a single card. You know what I mean? So enjoy enjoy while you don't have kids, Eric. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing it now. I'm getting them built up. Yeah. yeah, building up that credit card debt, gambling yeah. away all your money. You're yeah. doing it right before the kids, man. Yeah, hope hope your wife isn't listening. Get all those vices yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Keenan, what's going on with you, man? Not much, man. Um, just, you know, it's almost Halloween, and uh, my oh, kids, my, my kids are running trick or going tree. Well, oh, no, we Keegan's running away from us. Well, well he was going to talk about some Halloween story, I think. We, we do have Halloween right around the corner, though, 15 days. I forgot about that. My wife uh, kept asking me for the last couple of weeks what we're going to do. I've got two kids. Keenan's got three. Um, I'm sure we'll hear about that. Are you coming to the but, game? Oh, yeah. I got tickets for the Bills game on Halloween. The kids are not going, but um, yeah. or what? But this is going to be a lot of fun. We got a party at uh, our family's house the night before, but we're going as uh, Toy Story. And I'm only telling you this because even though it's supposed to be a surprise, you can't tell anybody only because you're on the show. But we're going to Toy Story. So my son is going to be Rex. My daughter is little alien. Uh, I'm going to be Woody. And my wife is going to be Jesse. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. What are you guys more following? Um, even though I'm sure we're talking about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, still debating on a few things. Obviously, we're procrastinators, so whoa. There's we two keys. There What's we up? go. What's up? What's going on? Not sure what happened. Um, uh, make sure you're checking us out on YouTube if you're not, guys, because then you can see we had two Keenans for a second as we, as we had a little bit of an issue, but I interrupted Keenan. Eric there. Two Keenans is too many. One Keenan, right? No, That's no, too, no, too many. Remember. Let's dive into football. No, oh, <laughs> well, Keenan's got his story. Yeah, before he really, he, before he really left us. Halloween's coming up, and, you know, we're not really decorating. We took the kids, like, pumpkin picking or whatever, but um, I saw a story. Uh, Miles Garrett loves to decorate his house in his front yard. You know what he has? Tombstones of every quarterback that he sacked with their names on them. <laughs> That's pretty and, cool, man. And Kyle Murray's is is the shorter one because he's the smallest. And they, every single quarterback in there. So it had me thinking. I wonder how big the tombstone is for Mason Rudolph in his backyard and Garrett in Miles Garrett's backyard. You know how they don't like each other. So I wonder how big his tombstone is. But uh, Miles. <laughs> Miles Garrett said he's just you know having fun trolling, and I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. I I thought uh, it's unique and something different. What if you had a tombstone Kenyan for every diaper you had to change? Huh. I need I need some acres. <laughs> I was gonna say you know I should have a tombstone, I should have a tombstone for every uh, every time I beat someone to fantasy football. Oh, you don't need a lot of room for you don't need a lot of property for that, Keenan. Come on. Oh, come on now. Come on, Keenan. Yeah, I only need I only need two. You two. That's it. <laughs> well, that's that's cool to hear. We went over my Halloween, uh my Halloween costume with the family because I thought that was the route you might have been going. What is so, it? So uh we're doing Toy Story. Oh, that's nice. So I'm Woody, she's uh Jesse, and then Weston's gonna be Rex and Lena will be little alien. Oh, that's awesome. So I've got a little two-year-old and uh, one-year-old, and Keenan walks around here with his triplets. Three, almost they're turning three in like next month. A couple days or a couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, crazy. and then because my son will be three in January. Yeah, that's that's the very way, crazy. The way I see it, only fifteen more years, so I'm free. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, I just the only things I really want to recap for week five before we get into the injuries, some news and notes is there's some fun stats I do want to go over. Um, and if you have any comments on it, please feel free. Um, if not, whatever. Okay. So uh, Jamar Chase, you know I love Jamar Chase, but he's got four receptions of thirty plus yards in his first five games. Only Marvin Harrison in two thousand two uh, was the only other rookie that's done that. Well, not every rookie gets their college quarterback. That's very true. And not every rookie gets Peyton Manning. So Marvin Harrison yeah. is kind of fun. But I thought that was pretty fun. Um, he doesn't have many catches. He's obviously got a lot of touchdowns. Um, great, great touchdown percentage rate. A lot like A.J. Brown does. Hopefully A.J. Brown can bounce back. Um, so the Lions uh, lost another game on a last-second field goal last week. And the Lions are actually the first team in NFL history to lose on two 50-plus yard field goals as the time expired in one season. So they've lost two games already, and it's only week five by two 50-plus yard field goals as time expired. And no team's ever done that before in a whole season. It took them five games. So the Lions are historic. For, I feel for them. I, I felt bad for their coach when I saw him in tears at the press conference. I feel for yeah. him. And that, that took some guts to go for two there, too. It did. I mean, there was a couple of teams that went for two this week that that took some guts. We saw it on Thursday night as well with the Eagles. But uh, yeah, nobody's gonna, you know, it takes a lot for a grown man to cry. They say, and, and no one's gonna laugh at Dan Campbell shedding some tears. Man, he will break your kneecaps. 
but literally. he is uh yeah, literally he, he is he's got a lot so he's a very emotional guy i wonder i wonder what that's going to bring for them this week as they play cincinnati at home uh, we'll talk a little more about that later they need a um, you don't need to get they need to get someone in there. Uh, last week we know kickers had a bunch of issues. So if you're on the uh, get kickers out of your fantasy leagues, uh, hashtag team me over here. Uh, I'm all about that. 13 point afters missed last week, which was an NFL record. Uh, and again, after week five, Lamar Jackson, guys, this is an insane stat. Actually, I'm gonna get to this one last. Uh, Mac Jones, he's got the highest rookie completion percentage at 71.1 in the first five starts since 1950 with a minimum of 150 attempts so he's basically been the best rookie on a completion percentage in the first five games ever so that was super interesting to me but this stat i want to talk about before we really get into the notes here lamar jackson as i mentioned is having an amazing season he has accounted for 1860 total yards rushing and passing by himself that ranks 15th in the nfl in total yards if he was a team by himself if he was just the lamar jackson's 15th yeah, in the NFL. He averages 372 league. yards per game, which is 22 my, more than the next quarterback. And it's Tom Brady. He's my, he's my number one MVP candidate right now. Wow. He, I he's love hearing he's that out of your mouth. He's balling. That's, that is some, uh, that's some tasteful juice for you to have there, Keenan. Listen, that Monday night. For, for those of you that don't know, for those of you that don't know, Keenan is one of those uh, Lamar Jackson haters that is no. slowly becoming a truther. No, hey, I don't say it to me, man. It's on tape. People were really last I'm year. Not a, I'm not a hater. I just didn't believe it. So call, call it whatever you want. But uh, he, <laughs> listen, listen, he, I just hate how he has those moments. I think I texted you guys. I was yeah. like, what is he doing in this first half? And then the second half, he blows blows everything up. It, he he played great. He needs What's to stop up, fumbling. Yeah. He needs to stop fumbling in the, in the inside the one yard line. He has three fumbles inside the one-yard line, and I think he leads the NFL in the last, like, three years or something like that. Yeah, but I said, though, he's only got one that one pick. He's behind Josh Allen for yeah. second. So he, you're right, though. He, he's got to work on on keeping that ball more secure, uh, especially with the way he lost it. Also, um, that right. wasn't a lateral. That wasn't a lateral. <laughs> yeah, I don't get <laughs> – I'll be honest. That helped me in uh, some of my bets, so I'm, I'm going to be yeah. all right with that. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable! This this damn league. Like said, right, those refs should have been in the uh, Music City Miracle. They should have been there. Um, yeah. All right, so we had a we had a lot of injuries going on, guys. Um, it seems like you know almost half the league's running backs are down, but CMC is going to miss his third straight week. So start your Chuba Hubbards, no doubt. He's had over almost thirty touches last week, but CMC's missed sixteen out of the last twenty-two games. So that's been that's a little concerning for a guy that's been the consensus number one for the last two years. Uh, Keenan, That's you can awesome. yeah raise your hand there. Uh, I, might wrong, I, might, I might have been wrong about Lamar, but I wasn't wrong about <laughs> trading CMC a couple years ago. Right? <laughs> uh, CH going to IR, Russell Wilson and Chris Carson on IR. Barkley unfortunately had a freak ankle injury, which we saw that you know grapefruit on his ankle right afterwards. He's out for at least another week. Uh, Daniel Jones cleared concussion protocol. Uh, Kenny Galladay is going to be out, but Sterling Shepard's coming back. Uh, Delvin Cook was back at practice. Julio's practicing. Tyreek Hill should be okay, it sounds like, um, from the words of Andy Reid. Uh, Terry McLaurin didn't practice. Keep your eyes out for him. DK Metcalf has his foot injury. A couple more here. Curtis Samuel is going to be out for Sunday, so hopefully they aren't missing McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. Uh, surprise, Nick Chubb with his calf I'm not, injury. I'm not you, surprised. Really? I, 
I felt like he was wasn't going to practice. You know, Wednesday is normal Veterans Day, Tuesday refresh, whatever. But they they listed him out on was it Thursday, right? Yeah, bad weather. You, you don't want to you don't want to injure him injure injure to injury more. So that's true. Off. But Kareem's got a wrist and, and knee injury, so he's questionable. Um, so Demetric Felton might be the next man up. We'll talk about him in a moment. Uh, Joe Mixon's good to go. Tua Tua got activated off IR, so he'll be starting. Um, Sammy Watkins is going to be out for the game, but they did activate Rashad Bateman off IR, that rookie sensation. So we just went through a bunch here, guys. What stands out to you, Eric? I mean, Nick Chubb not playing is really a killer for me. Um, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I thought he was going to be good to go, but, um, you know, that sucks. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, though. Not expecting a huge game from Kareem Hunt because we saw it last year when Nick Chubb got hurt. We all thought Kareem Hunt was going to be the number one running back, and he wasn't. So um, I don't know. What do you guys think on that? What do you think about Kareem Hunt? Um, I, I think he's going to play because yeah. Nick Chubb sat. Like like Keenan mentioned, you know, you don't want to hurt Nick Chubb, but you also are at a game that you want to win. You're playing against an undefeated uh, team that's traveling from the, I think, current West Coast time zone. Um so yeah, it's um, it's definitely a game you're gonna want to win, and you're gonna want Cream to play. I wouldn't be shocked if DK is ruled out too. Okay. Before yeah, that's what. That's what's concerning me because you got Wilson going down, Carson going down. So you're like, I know it's Geno Smith, but he's been there for a couple years, knows the system. So like, all right, maybe Metcalf and Lockett will eat, and now Metcalf might not play. Um, just that's keep an I'm eye saying. on I that. Would, that's what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't be sh- I wouldn't be shocked if Seattle came out that he was out for uh, Sunday. With uh, Wilson and uh, Carson out, and another bad weather game there in Pittsburgh. So, yeah, Seattle traveling to Pittsburgh, that tough defense. So, um, you have Alex Collins there. Let's let before we talk about these backup running backs, we keep mentioning uh, Rashad Bateman, guys. So, you've been probably able to hold him on your IR the whole season if, if you've had him. Um, if you don't have him, if he's, you know, go pick him up, please. Um, Eric, I know you really liked him coming into the season. So, is Rashad Bateman. Somebody you're going to start with. Breaking news, Uh-oh. breaking news, breaking news. What do we miss? The, Pan- the Panthers placed Christian McCaffrey on IR, meaning he'll miss Ooh. at least three more games with a hamstring injury. That's painful. That's very painful. So the Panthers, well, I guess, obviously, like I said, Chuba Hubbard is a must start. So it's been unfortunate that you've already been dealing with Christian McCaffrey. Um, if you had number one pick it, it, between him and Cook, really, and, and you know you maybe had to pick him, they don't have their bye week till week thirteen, which is unfortunate. Um, man, yeah. all right, so it's going to be a year long thing again. It's is this going to be a year long thing again, like last year? Yeah, I think it is. Hammy's uh, not a joke. I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna do whatever they can to keep him healthy if they're looking like they're gonna be making playoffs, which they are at this point. Yeah. Um, you gotta get DJ more more involved, though. I mean, he's getting a lot of yards and catches, but you have to get him more touchdowns. I know he's doing better on a career standpoint for touchdowns, but they've lost their last two. Yeah, Darnold had, Darnold didn't look great last game either. He did not. And they got a struggling Panthers team coming in this week. Um, you know, they traded for CJ Henderson. So, what are they gonna do against? Thielen and uh, what are they going to do against Thielen and Jefferson this week? That's going to be that's going to be big. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about Bateman though, Eric. Do you think is Bateman somebody you're going to start this week if he comes in? Um, 
the defensive coordinator for the Ravens said they are offense coordinator. Sorry, they said they're going to slowly ease him into the offense. So does that mean some time for you? What what are you taking that as? I would not start him. No, I mean, I know you mentioned I was high on him. I I don't think I was. I I was actually surprised because I saw in startups he was going in like the fifth round, um, and that was actually way too high for me. Um, but no, I mean, look at how, what Hollywood's doing, what Mark Andrews just did. You know, they're both, you know, looking like, you know, what we all, Hollywood's looking what we all thought he could be. Mark Andrews is looking what he did in 2019. I, there's not going to be enough to go around, especially for a wide receiver coming off an injury that's easing in. Um, I'm more worried. I'm more worried about how Hollywood losing, losing um, receptions or targets than Bateman, than Bateman being that impact and fantasy so well you know so that's that was actually the uh underlying question we would be looking into because you've got hollywood sitting right now as a wide receiver six so yeah keenan with sammy watkins is going to be out so bateman coming in yeah hollywood might have a good week but when watkins gonna be back mark andrews is tight end too is there enough to go around i mean (laughs) there probably isn't lamar at quarterback because lamar it's going to take off and run when he needs to. And the the, the thing is, you got to give credit to uh, their offense coordinator. He has, I think, stopped calling as many uh, design runs for Lamar and just having him go pass a pocket, run around, and try to make a play. If not, he'll run and make make a play with his feet. So why you don't need to call design runs anymore for Lamar. Let him let him try to create out of as a quarterback and. And if if it's not there, he'll he he he'll take off like he did on Monday Night Football. Um, so I I could see them throwing the ball thirty plus times. Um, so is there enough targets? If they throw it thirty plus times, yeah, there, I think there is. But at the end, I think Hollywood suffers with with a healthy Baltimore um, wide receiving core and healthy Mark Andrews. I think I think um, Hollywood suffers the most. One one other thing, I think the football gods actually you know, gave, gave the Ravens a favor by having all those running back injuries in training camp where they kind of, because they don't have really that much, that, that much talent in the running back um, room right now because of Dobbins and uh, who's the other running back that got hurt. Um, Gus Edwards. Edwards. Edwards, Yeah. So the football guys kind of gave them a favor by forcing Baltimore to throw the ball more, and that's why Lamar Jackson has looked better, where they don't have to give Dobbins the ball 10 times. They don't have to give Edwards the ball 10 times, and they're not designing as many runs for Lamar. Yeah, and his you know his touchdown rate is almost half what it usually well, not usually is. I mean, he had over 9%, which is insane, and he had nearly 7% last year, but he's at 4.8, which is above average this year. Um but as good as his passing has gotten, the touchdowns aren't going crazy. But uh, Hollywood has five of those eight. You're right. So it, it is going to be tough. He is throwing the ball just over 32 times a game, um, which at the moment would put him on pace for a career high. Um, obviously, regardless of that 17 games, even if it was 16, it would be. So that's that's at least good to see. Um, all right, let's move on here, guys, to those backup running backs. We did talk a bit about them, but – uh, like I mentioned, we got we got a lot of injuries. Ceh is out. Um, David Montgomery was out, and now you had uh, Damian Williams, and then he got COVID for Chicago. Alex Collins is going to back up Chris Carson for a few weeks. We just found out Barkley, or I'm sorry, CMC is going to be out for a few weeks. So you have Chuba Hubbard uh, going in. Demonte Booker is going to be backing up Barkley, and whomever wants to play for Kansas or 
uh, Cleveland, excuse me, um, you're going to be wanting to figure out who's going to play with Kareem Hunt or if they're going to be starting. So let's just go through those guys. Daryl Williams, Khalil Herbert, Alex Collins, DeMonte Booker, and we'll go Demetrius Felton for Cleveland. Uh, Keenan, can you rank those guys for you or for us, top five um, out of the five here? Who who do you want first? Hmm. It's tough. I don't want Daryl Williams. I, you just don't know with uh, Kansas City um, how they're going to use him as a backup there. Uh, I'll take Devontae Booker one. I think I think he showed a lot the last week. Um, I think he had 19 carries. I forgot what it, what it was. I think he showed a lot. And I'm, su- I'm surprised that he, he wasn't picked up in waivers this past week. Um, I think in our big WWE league, guys, I picked him up for free after uh, Antonio over here decided to outbid me for Daryl Williams um, at three fed dollars. But um, I, I, Devontae Booker for me at number one. Surprising. Eric, how about – well, uh, who would you take second, Keenan? I mean – you got to take Daryl Williams on. I mean, okay. I don't know. Her, Herbert, I don't know. It's tough. It's really tough because I, I think Fulton doesn't really make an impact. I think I think Hunt plays, so I, you could put him at five. Booker at one. Collins at three. Herbert at two. At, or, excuse me, one. Williams at two. Collins at three. Herbert at four. And Fulton at five. Eric, do you feel similar to that? Um, so I, I think Alex Collins is in line for the biggest workload, most likely. I mean, unless Probably. Seattle really decides to give DJ Dallas more touches, which they haven't really shown they want to do. Um, although I'm very excited for Cleo Herbert. I actually grabbed him in a few dynasty leagues to just throw him on my taxi squad. So he's somebody that we haven't seen before. Um Obviously, Felton, Felton too, but like uh, we we know what Daryl Williams is going to do. He's probably, you know, he might be good for maybe ten points if, if they give him enough work. But how much are are they going to really give him? And they're they're uh, they're going to split work I'm, between running backs, regardless who else it is. I know. I'm kind of worried about um, Jared McKinnon there too. Let's not forget about him too. In, yeah, uh, in Kansas City. But in in my opinion, I mean, I'm. I'm picking up Blue Herbert just because, I mean, why? Like, he could pop off and be great. He's a rookie. Uh, he doesn't have the draft capital, but we're talking about Chris Carson, who's out on this list, his backup. I mean, Chris Carson was a fifth-round pick. Um, you know, he, he could be good. He, he, he We don't know what he's going to do. So just for that factor, you know, Booker, he's he's going to have a workload, but he's not going to do anything great. Um Speak for yourself. He did a great. He did a great job last week. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, nineteen but, touches and two touchdowns. That was surprising. Yeah. But, it but was, he's you know, had he's had he's he's been given the work before when <laughs> Barkley was out. And what did he do for you know no, multiple was, games? Uh, was wasn't that um he put he's in the land now? Oh yeah, well yeah, they did. Uh, Mike Davis was Panthers. No, not it Mike was, Davis. Um, D'Angelo didn't have D'Angelo Williams for a little bit. No, 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 no. Oh. Well, you could figure that part out. I'm going to talk about my top uh, addition. I do agree with Eric. I think it's Alex Collins uh, because of that workload you're going to have, Wayne even Gallman. with Geno Smith. Wayne, Wayne Gallman. There you go. Um, so even with with that being said, right after Alex Collins for me is going to be Khalil Herbert. 
Um, you know, Dave Montgomery's out for a little bit. Damon Williams, uh, they wanted him. I get it, but it doesn't mean they're going to utilize him. They gave him 19 touches and they gave Khalil Herbert 18 touches. So I'm really excited to see how Herbert does this week against the Bengals, where they're, or I'm sorry, um, where they're going to want to control the ball this week. Why am I blanking on the Bears? I apologize, guys. <clears throat> oh, the Packers, sorry. Yeah, so they're going to be wanting to try to control and keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. So that's why Khalil Herbert might get utilized nearly 20-plus times. Uh, they used him in the past game, too. Uh, next would be Daryl Williams because he's going to be in that offense. And then Devontae Booker, because um, you Devontae Booker might be a one-week play. I understand Barkley keeps getting injured, but you can't sit here and rely and hope that that's going to keep happening. Um, and, yeah, Keenan, Demetric Felton, um, he'll be a one-week wonder if it even is this week. Um, he'll probably get some playing time because – Kareem Hunt's a little injured. Okay, so while we just talked about all these guys, who are you starting this week, Keenan? Like, are any of these guys a surefire start for you? Like, like, let me ask you, would you rather have um... – It's either Booker or Collins, just because of the workload. You got, you got to go with them. So DeAndre Swift or Demonte Booker? Swift. Okay, Swift. Okay, how about this? Zach Moss or Devontae Booker? See, I think Devontae Booker is like a low-end, high-end RB2 this week. That's why I have him getting – I have and I, I feeling he's going to get a lot of touches as well. Um, so that's why I would I, – him over Moss for sure. Um, I know they're playing the Rams. I get it. But, you know, Jones is back. Um, they're going to uh, – I think Shepard's going to get shut down. So Tony's going to get a lot of work, which we'll talk about later. Um Okay, so what about Joe Mixon or you gotta start you gotta start your star running backs over these guys. No well, yeah, but Joe Mixon's injured. That's, and again, they're he, playing the package. Are you concerned about I mean I said they're gonna give him a full playing. workload? He's playing, they're gonna give him a full workload, but all right, Chase Edmonds, Chase Edmonds or Devontae Booker. Who's who are the Cardinals playing? Honestly, Cardinals playing no the Kingsbury, the bad weather. I mean, with bad weather, you'd think they'd run more, but I go Booker. Probably Booker. Same game, Kareem Hunt or Devontae Booker. Hunt. Mm, what about Josh what? Jacobs? Josh Jacobs, the Raiders against the Broncos, or Khalil Herbert? I, mean, I go Jacobs. Yeah, I have to go Jacobs there. Yeah. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's yeah. <laughs> All, all five of these guys that we're talking about right now, it's a, it's a coin flip. It really is. If you if you hit on if you hit on one for for one week, doesn't mean they're going to hit on next week. Um, so, yeah, it's just those touches that you like. It's if you can get fifteen yeah. plus touches, it's that's why it's tough to say no to that player. Um, okay. All right, so we did talk about those guys a little bit. Let's talk about then a few. Let's go over a few streamers. Um, Let's give a couple guys that we can kind of fill in. We're still talking about the bye weeks. We're talking about some backups right now. Um, I talked about Khalil Herbert a bit. He's a big streamer for me. Another one for me is Kadarius Toney. Uh, I was just talking about the Giants, and they are playing against the Rams, so I think Ramsey's probably going to shadow Shepard, or he might play all over the field, and that might see him on Toney in the slot because he does tend to do that because uh, Galladay is going to be out. So with Jones coming back, I have a feeling that Kadarius Toney is going to continue to keep getting targets. The guy's amazing. Uh I was, I believe he is the first player to have, uh, well, he's the first rookie to have at least 10 catches and 185 yards since Anquan Bolden in 2003. 
So you know he's in some elite company. You know he's doing some serious things. Uh, I get that he got all the targets last week, but he knows how to utilize that football. So he's a big streamer for me. He's only 62% Yahoo still uh, owned. I, I was kind of really surprised at that. Um, what about you, Eric? Do you got a couple of streamers for this week? Yeah. Um, my first one was Nelson Aguilar. Um, let me double check here. Yeah, Patriots playing the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, they were playing the Cowboys. Um, I, you know, if they want to keep up with them, you know, they're going to be tossing the ball up. And, you know, other than Jacoby Myers, maybe the tight ends get a little work. But, you know, Nelson Aguilar is just somebody that, you know, with, with how oblique the waiver wire is, he's he's somebody that could pop off and get a touchdown for you. Um, and then my other one, oops, sorry, let me pull it up here. Was Dan Arnold with the Jaguars? If you need a tight end, um, doesn't hasn't done anything crazy yet. He got ten points last week, but he's building up a you know a, a connection with Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know he's still he's like twenty six years old. He's a perfect age for a breakout for a tight end. And you know if he does build up that connection, the team extends his contract, and you know they they keep him. He could be somebody for both dynasty and redraft. You know, you can, he's somebody, you know, stream now and, you know, just in dynasty leagues, like what would you trade for him? Would you think like a third round pick could get him? And if you needed like in a dynasty league, would, Arnold? would you trade that? Do you think he's somebody you would target? I think if you've got him, if somebody has him right now, they clearly weren't using him as a starter. So he's got to be their backup tight end. So there is probably someone that could say, Hey, if I got, you know, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, Hawkinson, for example, I'd take a third for him. Um, yeah. But you're right, they love him. And he was second yeah, in targets, I believe, last week, and Chark's out for the rest of the season. Yeah, so, I mean, he's somebody, yeah, you know, stream him. And if you do have somebody like Kittle that's out a little bit longer, uh, he's somebody you potentially could use for a couple of weeks and, you know, see what happens. What about you, Keenan? You got anybody for us? Yeah, um, first one is Evan Ingram. Um, you, you pretty much said it with, with uh, Antonio. You pretty much said it with uh, – uh, Tony there. Um, a lot of injuries there in for the Giants. They're Galladay's out. Um, but I think I think Ingram was going to have a pretty big game, especially with uh, Rams shadowing either Tony or um, the other wide receiver you were talking about. Shepard. Shepard, yeah. And my other one, the only reason I picked this guy as my other streamer was because I am actually streaming him. Uh, this week is uh, of them actually, uh, Jarek McKinnon and um, Name Hines, um, boomer, bu- boomer bus guys. Um, they can, you know, both both can get you know five to five to ten um, targets, maybe even a touchdown. Himes is honestly a boomer bust. This his whole career, he either gets you twenty points or he gets you two points. Um, so those are my those are my two guys. Um, I. Unfortunately, our big league, I lost Barkley and I lost uh, CMC, or not CMC, um, uh, Hilaire. And uh, it's tough trade market this year. I, I've texted everyone. I, in the whole league, I texted everyone, seeing, seeing um, if they want to trade a running back. Um, I had a I had an offer in place for someone searching running back, Damian Harris. They backed out because they don't have any depth at the running back position. I, I don't blame them. Um, I actually get – I even offered – I up, offered Sutton in the deal and it's it's tough to make trades now because how slim that running back position is and so 
That's why. Well, that's I went, why What's that? Uh, sorry to interrupt you there. I was I was going to say I went in two leagues. I had McCaffrey. Yeah. And when I drafted McCaffrey, I went pretty heavy at wide receiver the next couple of rounds and thought I could yeah. fill some the wide running back two gaps. But now that he's injured and you know those some of those elite guys aren't doing well, you're right. I'm I'm trying to get running backs and I'm offering elite wide receivers and yeah. I'm not getting them. I'm not I'm not getting yeah. the deals done. And it's amazing to me. You're right. You, you can't get a running back for anything. Yeah. I, but that like just said, goes to show why you got to spend the money on these these backups because yeah, you might be buying Devontae Booker for one week, but you're buying a win. That's the point. Yeah. It's week six right now. And if you're staring at two and three, if you're staring at one and four, you are buying a win. I can't believe no one no one uh put a dollar up for Booker in our big I'll be honest. It's slipped my mind to the, be honest with you. I woke up I woke up the next morning because I saw you, I was so mad because you outbid me three dollars for free game. Um, and uh, and I saw Booker there. I'm like, oh my god, free! Thank you. Spooked yeah, him you right got up. gotta be quicker, man. Gotta be quicker. <laughs> well, I was mad I didn't get Khalil Herbert either, but um, I think I too. Yeah, uh, excuse me. And I I went for Tony. He went for 15 bucks. I also bid 15 bucks, so I was kind of mad because the other person got him because the tiebreaker. Um. Yeah, man. So, okay. I wanted to break off for one second, just talk about Twitter, talk about YouTube, talk about where you can find us. You can find me at Antonio Denisi FF. You can find Eric at Biggie underscore FF. You can also find Keenan at Keenan underscore 716. You can find the podcast uh, account at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF and uh, the website, Dynasty Mafia Podcast dot network. Always, always under construction. Uh, and you could uh, follow us on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and hit the bell. Let you know every time that we are on. Uh, you can find that at youtube.com slash Dynasty Mafia podcast. Okay. All right, guys. So we're going to get into our Fab Five in a moment, but I want to talk about some match. Well, not a moment, a little bit. I want to talk about some matchups. But that five um, Fab Five, we're going to go over all the positions, um, top five players. So that'll be a little, little fun. See what we believe and don't believe. Matchups, guys. There is some really good matchups this week, but then there's some really bad matchups this week. So um, I know we were kind of going through a few, and I was just talking about AJ Brown. I was talking about elite wide receivers, and Buffalo was playing against Tennessee this week. I got AJ Brown in a good amount of leagues, but I also, you know, drafted him with Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf. Um, then I would have grabbed Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase. You know, I've got really good wide receivers. So that's why I'm telling myself I'm sitting A.J. Brown this week. I'm starting three wide receivers. None of them are A.J. Brown in a couple leagues. I want to hear you guys tell me what you think about that. And like I said, those three – and just to mix those wide receivers, it's Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and D.K. Metcalf. So three of those – four of those wide receivers are in my couple leagues that are starting over A.J. Brown. Do you disagree with any of that? Because I know some people are running into that same tough decision right now, especially if you hit later on a Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett. With that Bills defense, I don't blame you for for sitting him. And he's just coming off an injury. Tannehill hasn't looked great um, in that past game. Their offense revol- revolves still around one guy, Derrick Henry. He leads that team in all-purpose yards. Um, I think he's. I think I saw a said he might lead it, lead the league in all-purpose yards. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, I don't blame you. I, what has AJ Brown done for you lately, Antonio? 
Yeah, what can Brown do for you? Uh, lately, nothing much. Um, that's for sure. And I hate that because at any given week, he's one of the biggest deep threats in the league. Tannehill is just not looking like Tannehill. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think we've seen Tannehill hit his ceiling. And I mean, for years we've seen him play against the Bills when he was in Miami. We're like, like this guy isn't anything special. And then he went to Tennessee, and you know they made him look okay. I guess he got he got that big contract, but. You know, how many games is Tannehill honestly going to win you? I, you know, I wonder how much of this was Arthur Smith. You know, left to go to Atlanta. It's yeah. just been interesting. You know, Julio's been banged up, but he'll be playing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just can't trust uh, AJ Brown. I, I'm sitting Lockett this week. I, I'm sitting De- Lockett for Daryl Williams this week because Geno Smith. Is that worried? Yeah, okay. I'm that worried. It's Geno Smith. Coming from the West Coast to the East Coast to play in a crappy weather game, um, Pittsburgh's defense is not is no joke. It sucks. You got to you got to you got to make these tough decisions sometimes. Where you know Lockie can put up 20, 25 points as uh, Big E would know. Um, but um, sometimes you just got to make 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 the decision like that. Yeah, I thought Gino looked good. He did throw that touchdown to DK Metcalf, which people were saying was a beautiful throw. Personally, I thought it was underthrown. Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully he can move the ball. Uh, but, yeah, if DK good. doesn't play, Tyler Lockett can get all the attention. My thing is the defense didn't know Geno Smith was going to play that game. They prepared True. for Russell, Russell Wilson. And You're very right. Now, now Pittsburgh had a whole week to prepare for Geno Smith, and I'm sure they're probably happy there playing Geno over uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, and when that line is, you know, not doing the best, and Russell Wilson can escape the pocket, uh, Geno can't do that as well, and that's yeah. when he creates a lot of his plays. And uh, we, we'll see what's going to happen with them. And Chris, um, Chris Carson's out too, so that's going to that that affects that affects Geno Smith from playing playing well, I guess too. So yeah, that's true. What about Eric? What about Ceedee Lamb? He's playing against the Patriots. He's been up and down. He did get a touchdown last week. Nice touchdown, but it was a long one, so you Eric's, can't really bank on those every week. Eric's um, not a, a big CD Lamb guy. Yeah, I hate CD Lamb. No, I love <laughs> No, everybody knows Big E Lamb. Yeah, yeah, Big E, Big E, D Lamb. No, all right, I'm done with that. <laughs> but, no, DVD. Come on, man. All right. You know, that's a trick question because you know I'm never going to bet against C.D. Lamb. I'm always going to assume he's going to have a great game. Um, And they're going to because, you know, they're going up against – regardless of how bad the Patriots might be and look on paper, they're they're going up against Bill Belichick. Um, They're going to have to come out swinging. They're going to have to put points up or else, you know, they don't want to get into a defensive battle with Bill Belichick, especially with with their defense. So, you know – they're they're gonna be slinging the ball, and CD Lamb's gonna be a beneficiary of that. All right, are you gonna? Would you rather play CD Lamb or DK? CD Lamb. Although CD. I'm not worried. I'm really. I mean, are you you worried about DK? He had a great game with Gino. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm, I'm worried about. I mean, if well, you have both of them, I mean, you gotta play them. I mean, my, I have I actually both of them in the league. I had playing both of them. Yeah, yeah if you, I mean, it's tough to sit them, but I think you have to be concerned for DK the most about the long ball. Like, he's not going to probably get you a six-yard touchdown that comes off a bomb from Wilson because Geno can't do that. Now, he hasn't really done that much this year since the first couple weeks, but 
Um, Tyler Lockett also hasn't done too well, so but he's more of that under underneath player. Um, what about Mike Evans or CeeDee Lamb? Like Mike Evans played already. I know that was a trick question. I was seeing what your guys' answer was going to be. Uh, okay, so what about? Well, Mike Evans got four point four fantasy points. I will take my chances with Lamb all day now. Are you worried about Mike Evans? Or he's got two games no. and two touchdowns, so he kind of did this last year. Uh, but he does have a couple hundred yard games already. Uh, but he's getting the attention with Antonio Brown. You know what I'm worried about? If I'm an Evans um, fantasy holder. That Antonio Brown and Tom Brady connection is something. It yeah. really is something. It, it makes me – I kick myself every day that I passed on Antonio Brown and drafted some someone that I probably dropped already. That's how low Antonio Brown was going in drafts. And that's that's what that's the scary part about it. About it. I think Antonio Brown has is going to be the number one wide receiver there. I think, though, if you rewind this – of course, hindsight, you could say that, but – I think the smart decision was always Antonio Brown third because Godwin is still younger and better. Evans is still a red zone threat and Brown can be unhinged. I agree with you. I regret not getting him either. I am in like one dynasty league. So that's the only share I really have of him. Um, But it's just, I understand why people didn't, especially if you drafted lamb or Godwin or Evans earlier, you're not going to draft Brown unless you're, you know, Wayne Bloom who what he's (laughs) first, he's first in our one league right now. He's good. He's having a really good year in general. But he's first, first in the league. I was just looking at this. I'm first in that league, too. He is starting a total of four NFL teams on eight play on eight spots. Is this the league where we call it first? No. Oh. But he but he's got uh he's starting Diggs and Emmanuel Sanders, and he's starting Evans and Antonio Brown. And he's got Tom Brady. What league? It's WWE, I think. Um, but I don't he's like leading the leading the league in points, too. It's just hilarious because people were so worried about drafting. Uh, certain wide receivers are drafting the same wide receivers in the same team because that's you have so many sets of them now. I'll catch up to them. I gotta it, say I though, think it will yeah, I'll catch you up. should go if you if you're if you think you're going to be in dynasty. This is for dynasty leagues. Um, if you think you're going to be a contender for the next couple of years, go buy Mike Evans because you can actually get him pretty cheap. You can probably get him for a future first, just one. I mean, I would imagine you could make that happen, and. Everyone's worried about the future, but Mike Evans is the only wide receiver under contract past this season. And Kyle Trask is learning under Tom Brady. And if Tom Brady does retire, that means AB's gone. He's not coming back. Unless they re-sign Godwin, which maybe they do. Even if they do, AB's gone, Gronk is gone. I mean, Mike Evans is going to be – he's only 27 years old, I believe, 28 maybe. I mean, he's going to be very good for another two to three years. And if you're a contender for the next couple of years and you can get him for, you know, a cheap price like that, um, you know, he, he, I, I think that that's the move right there. I'll be, I'll be honest. Um, before this year, I was, you know, like everybody else, all Tom Brady's got this year left, maybe two more years. I really think he's playing. Dude's not playing until he's 50. He may not play he's 50, but I was watching Good Morning Football and they made a good point. George Blanda. I believe was the oldest person ever playing in the game. He was 48. I they they said they think Brady's trying to go for that record. Let's go. That's okay, fine. That's the so record. Say he does. Say he does. Right. So they re-sign Brady. They bring A B back. They bring Gronk back. Sure, for cheap. Maybe Gronk retires. 
do you think they will have enough to bring Godwin back too? He's on the franchise tag right now. I don't think Godwin's staying, to be honest. I so think there's way, a re- there's a if, reason if Godwin stays, is third. Yeah, if Brady stays and Godwin's gone, that that in my bet even better for Mike I, Evans. I certainly agree with your with your argument. I would certainly I'd certainly be buying some Mike Evans. Um, I'd buy Brad Chris Godwin anyway. He's going to go somewhere. If he'll stay in Tampa Bay, it's still powerful offense. He'll go to the Bills. Um, Chris yeah. Godwin to the Jets. I'm thinking. The Bills. All right, we'll see. We'll re- we'll review this one a little later. Um, let's also talk though. I want to talk with Robert Woods guys, because he had a little resurgence. My man went off. Um, he did go off. He went off. Uh, had, he went very off. Had, uh, t- was it 10 catches for under 25 yards? Had, had a lot. Um, but w- what are you feeling about Robert Woods now, guys? Would you rather play Robert Woods this week or would you rather play Cortland Sutton against Vegas? Um, you, you gotta play Woods. In my Woods is at the Giants. Yeah. You gotta play Woods. Just better quarterback play, uh, better offense. Cortland Sutton's been playing well, though. Yeah, he has. He 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 has. But it, if I could, I'm starting both of them. But if I had to pick between them, I'm, I got to go with the better offense. Because I mean, well, there's there's a game there. There's a, uh, has there been a game or two that where Sutton hasn't wasn't involved in the offense? There's been yeah, there has yeah. been a game or two. Well, they both. Robert Woods has had a few um, a few lacks in true. games, and so is Sutton. Um, okay, so what about? Allen Robinson or What's Robert Robert Woods. He he's very he was upgraded limited. That's what you want to call it. But What's obviously Robert Woods still. He worries he worries me. He's, you know a lot of people he, were really excited for him this year, but he was. But like you got to understand, he does this every year. He he starts off slow, and then the back half of the year, he's literally a top five wide receiver every year. And then even in the beginning of the year, he he had. I, I remember week one, I was watching. He had a touchdown call back. Um, he has some other plays called back and he, he's been getting targets. It just, it just hasn't fallen his way. And that, that's what happens every year. It doesn't fall his, his way. And then once it does, he, he pops off for 150 yards. Um, yeah, they but I think not only that, but he was still, you know, Matt Stafford and him, they were still figuring each other out. And I think Stafford realizes what he has now and he's going to make it, you know, a, a little bit more balanced and it's going to make that offense even more dangerous. There was a report that Robert Woods went, went to his coach and said he wants to get the ball more. Yeah. So and not, he got the ball more. Was he not in the game plan the first four weeks? I don't know. Does it? Are you worried about Cooper Cup because of that? I'm worried about like, Cooper do you Cup think being, being Coop's number one, one receiver. Yeah. 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 I'm worried about that, but I'm not worried about Cooper Cup being a wide receiver ten, top ten. You know. Um, but it's quite a drop off. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm talking about overall wide receiver one, which he has been in the first week. He's not going to be overall wide receiver one, so I can see him still beating in the top 10. I'm not worried to be a because... top five. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, you, you can't, we can't worry. Think about it. It, it. Even if the offense does balance out, that means defenses are going to start balancing out as well, and that just, just might open things up a little bit more for Cooper Cup and just, you know, just keep him up there and, you know, make him continue doing what he's doing. Um, and and Stafford obviously loves him more than anybody else on that team. So that, that connection's not going away. Well, we're no talking about top – true, and we're talking about top five. So let's move into um, – let's move into that, the Fab Five. All right, so – this is based off Fantasy Pros, one quarterback, four touchdown, four points per touchdown, minus one for an interception, and it's PPR. So I took the top five players so far for each position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. And let's just kind of – I just want to talk about them. I want to see who's for real, who's not, uh, what are we believing in, and, and do we think this is going to be true for the rest of the season? 
So the quarterbacks, you know, because each spot too, which has been interesting, each position has somebody drafted late, later than 10, round 10. Um, so, you know, you're finding some. Some of them have more. Uh, so the top 10 this year has been great. The top five has been even more surprising. So the quarterbacks will start with. We don't need to talk too much. We talked about them a lot. I just want a question out of that. But it's, right now it's Patrick Mahomes, one, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, then Justin Herbert. Tom Brady and Justin Herbert drafted quarterback eight or later. Uh, Herbert was going to double digits in some drafts that I was in. So we expected Mahomes to be one, Allen in there, Lamar in there. Between Tom Brady and Justin Herbert, who would you rather have the rest of the season, guys? Herbert's killing it. He's showing everybody that he's for real. Brady's got, what, three games so far with at least four touchdowns. He had his first 400-yard and five-touchdown game last week. We obviously saw him cool off against Philly. That's really uh, tough. That's um, tough. I would probably – you go, Keenan. I'm thinking. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I really – honestly, I'm – I want to take Herbert. My heart wants to take Herbert. My brain's telling me Tom Brady. I'm going to say Brady. Uh, I think in the end Brady's just going to have more touchdowns. Um and he, I don't know. Like you, like I said, I think he's going to retire this year. But I even said a couple weeks. Oh, you're ago, crazy. He looks like he's 30 years old. He's again, not retiring. So, I mean, he's not. Retiring. I don't know. He is not retiring after yeah. this year. Yeah. I, I um. I'll go Brady, yes, but that's but, fair. I mean, you're, you can't go wrong. No, can't go wrong. Uh, okay, so quarterbacks not too crazy, but take, running backs. Take Cordell Patterson out right now. Running backs, your top five, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Corderell Patterson, Najee Harris, and Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, you, probably, you probably could have expected maybe three out of the five to be there, right? But you got Cordell Patterson and Najee. Najee's killing it for the rookies. He's getting a lot of catches. He's getting a lot of touches uh, on the ground. Keenan Corderell Patterson, what's your issue, man? What's your issue? He's he's designated as a running back in some a good amount of leagues. Uh, Atlanta's using him as such. Um, I don't. I don't he's have doing really well though. Yeah, he's doing really well. I think it's going to catch up eventually, and I don't think he's going to be a top five. The question is, who I think is not going to be a top five out of the five guys that we just named. Mm-hmm. He, he's my number one on there. That's not going to be the top five. So he's got at least sixteen points in the last four games. Had over twenty three and one, over thirty four and another. Uh, he's. It's tough, dude. I don't know. He's got at least twelve touches in every game. Eleven touches, excuse me. And he's scoring. Oh, oh. Well, who are you taking out of the top five? I don't think I believe Austin Eckler. Oh, my God. Not this crap again. I, it's not that I don't. I just <laughs> I, I, uh, I I believe in Austin Eckler. I do. Um, he's already far and away. I mean, he's doing great with Derrick Henry, so he's going to keep getting the catches. So I don't know what my deal is with him. I don't believe in Cordero Pettis. No, I don't believe he's going to finish top five. Okay. But you know who I honestly go with? I'm going to go with Zeke. Uh, Zeke's my guy that's not going to finish top five because I think the offense is not going to continue to run the ball the whole season because they're going to realize that's not going to help them continue to win the games. No, they got to um, run the ball. They got to run the ball. They have to run the ball, but you've seen Tony Pollard getting involved more. And what's really helping Zeke right now is that he's scoring touchdowns again because that's the biggest thing for him because the touches – I mean, he, he's been getting a lot of touches, um, but he had scored now in four straight weeks, and he's got six touchdowns total. So that's great. If that continues, that's awesome. He only had three last year, which made him – become an issue, but I, I have a really tough time seeing them not throwing that ball as much as they have in the last two weeks. Yeah. 
Um, Eric? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously take Patterson out. And I, I'm going to have to agree with Zeke just because I, the split with Pollard. I'm, I'm playing Pollard in, in the league. It's, it's only a start one running back league. but and, and I had Chubb who obviously went down. But I'm actually – I'm thinking Pollard might actually do a little something because especially if they're going to start throwing more, you know, they, they like to use Pollard in, in the passing game too. So, I don't know. I, whatever they got going on, I mean, I, I think they're planning to – you know, move on from Zeke after this season and can get Pollard in there. If, if in dynasty leagues again, if you can get Pollard for maybe like a second round pick, it, I mean that might honestly be extremely worth it in the long run. I just, I, I just have a concern that, like, if you look at their schedule, so they got New England this week, they're probably going to be able to to stop Zeke that way. So I think they also have to throw. Then they have a bye week. Then you're at Minnesota. You're and then you got home Denver, home Atlanta. Out of those games, I'm hoping Zeke does well against Atlanta, but I could just see I could see Dallas having to win the ball through the air in those. Then you got Kansas City and Vegas. It sounds like shootouts. I don't know. Uh, that's the only thing that's concerning me with Zeke. I love Zeke. I was talking about him being doing well this year. I just top ten's gonna happen. I don't know about top five continuing. Um, so if you could trade him for uh Jonathan Taylor plus DeAndre Swift plus, um, let's say you can get like DeAndre Swift and Robert Woods. Would that be a Zeke trade? Maybe you, you think you could do? Um. Okay, not about the run. Oh, one question. Derrick Henry right now. People are really concerned he wasn't going to be able to do 2,000 yards again. He's on pace to do it again, guys. I get it. 17 games. You know Is why they were concerned? Through? You know why they were concerned? Tell me. Because they don't listen to Big E. I told you all. To Big e. 2K, 2K, 20 TDs. Let's go. It's happening. I didn't say 20. I think I said like maybe like <laughs> at least 15. TDs. Yeah, but <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Let's see. Yeah, right now I told everyone was saying Elvin Kamara, Derrick Henry. I said take Derrick Henry, take Derrick I mean, Henry. He, he's on pace I for over twenty rushing touchdowns. Over, I almost took him over Delvin Cook in a league. I'm I feel dumb for yeah. not doing it, but I mean, he's consistent. Death taxes and Derrick Henry. Uh, all right, wide receivers, guys. I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the same thing I told you about CMC. We have him in dynasty. <laughs> talk- if you have Derrick Henry in dynasty this year, trade him. You won't be able to trade him any for anything more for but any don't, higher. Every other person feels the same way, though, don't you think? Don't you think there's no person that's going to get the value for how great he's doing, and they're going to pay for him thinking this is his last if time you, doing it? You say that, that's why. Henry, that's why he's not being traded is because nobody wants to pay the price that the Derrick Henry owner. Like right. I have Derrick Henry, the most I was willing to. I offer Derrick Henry in a second for DK Metcalf in a league, and I was told no. I'm like, why? Well, what was the, the, what was the trade? Derrick Henry in a second for DK Metcalf. But when you look at it, if you're looking at value wise, DK and Henry are pretty close. You were getting Metcalf, or you were getting Derrick Henry? I was trying to get Metcalf. Oh, that's well, was that with Schmitty? No. Oh. But, uh, well, say, I was gonna say good luck. You let's offer, let's you talk about. It. You could offer him twenty first. Oh yeah. No. Let's talk about those elite wide receivers, guys. That top five, and then we'll get to the tight end. and We'll wrap it up. Uh, Cooper Cup at number one. We talked about him a bit. Um, I think he'll be consistent. I think he'll be a top five because that's what I had said uh, before the season. He'll be top ten. So I got to keep my got to keep that going. Mike Williams, number two. 
Finally, my goodness, yeah. the truthers. He's killing it, guys. You're the only uh, truther left. I'll tell you I, I, like, like I look tweeted a, out a few weeks ago, around. I am look so around. glad I couldn't trade him. I have him in like three fantasy leagues. I could not trade him. I didn't like what I was getting offered. I kept telling people, look, he's going to come back. Um, Mike I'm Williams, back. too. Tyreek Hill. Well, that first season when okay. he had 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and Debo Samuel. So Debo hasn't stopped. Mike Williams hasn't stopped. Guys, talk talk real quick. Who's the who's the top five player that's not going to be top five anymore? And who's your most surprising one? Debo and Debo. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, out of those top five, I'd say Debo and the next next one is. I mean, would have to be Mike Williams. I mean, he's the only one that you know out of the three has not put up a consistent season. Yeah. Uh, he showed the flashes. He's always shown the flashes. He's done, you know, two, three games in a row where he's had great games. But yeah, he has not looked like this. Because even in his bad game, he should have had like a fifty or sixty yard touchdown. But to Debo or, uh, or Mike Williams. Williams, Mike Williams. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mike Williams. He, you know, both of them have shown flashes in the past. I mean, but I, I think with Debo, that offense has not clicked yet. Let's just. We, we had a little discussion this past week in our group chat. They haven't clicked that. Brandon Uk isn't being used. Kittle's on IR. Once once the season progresses, once they figure out who their quarterback is, I think that offense click, clicks more and Ayuk gets more touches. And I think obviously Kittle's going to get more – is going to get his once he comes off IR. So so there's going to be a lot of mouths to feed there, and I think eventually that's going to hurt Debo. So that's why yeah. my top five. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, I was a big Ayuk fan too coming in the yes. season, and I know a lot of people I, were. I friggin', ma- but... friggin traded Carter and friggin' Chanel for for Ayuk to, to Antonio. <laughs> but then yeah. not only that, once they get this run game, I mean they they got to get a. Imagine them having a, a a big name running back. Like just wait until they do. They, they do, do. they do, but they don't use them. They're getting there. They, he had, I think he, need, he, he needed had, to get he, some more into the offense because and Trey one. Sermon we're talking about. His first touch was in the fourth quarter in the last game. I understand. It's not yeah. going to happen right away. He, mean, he, he, he does. I, I think, I don't I think need, what I they want to do is establish. They, I think they wanted to establish the offense. And they had Garoppolo coming back. And they wanted to keep using their players they could. And then eventually get Trey Lance in. That's going to cause them to help you serve in two. Well, that's my thought because Trey Lance well, would be more shotgun. Mitchell was out, right? Yep. Who, who the hell was getting the ball? If 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 he wasn't getting it, Trey Sermon is having trouble understanding the offense. Yeah, he's complex scheme. Better start so <laughs> he better start studying. Um, so I agree with you guys on Debo being the most surprising, and that he is going to be the one to fall out. Uh, I told you guys I traded. Um, you know, I had this other, this other team in one of my one of my superflex leagues. They put out there, hey, our whole team's for sale. We're looking for picks next year, young players give it out so i looked at my roster and i'm like you know what i could use a wide receiver i have debo i want upgrade i sent out debo for my 22 first i'm currently in first place at four and one that got accepted oh for calvin ridley sorry so debo on a 22 first for calvin ridley accepted immediately i was shocked and i sent it to you guys and i was like am i wrong am i missing something and you you both agreed with me ridley um so i was really surprised that i mean they are only one year apart in age well, here's the thing. I think I think us three are on. We might be the only ones left on the Ridley bandwagon. Oh, get out of here! There's I a lot swear, I swear, I there might be a couple older people, but I I don't think I don't think Ridley is getting the respect that he was getting maybe six months ago. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree with that. 
because he just it, it's more it's like I said earlier it's what what have you done for me lately and a couple couple games go by where you're gonna put a, put a goose egg not just him that whole offense besides Cardell Cordell Patterson or whatever the hell his name is has has not produced I mean your boy Pitts finally got his first touchdown last game Heck yeah um, so I I. I'm not shocked that that trade got accepted because I think they're sitting in their seat and they think, wow, we got ourselves a top five wide receiver and a first round pick for a wide receiver that ha- that hasn't done Jack Jack. Yeah. And that's my hope is that's what someone's thinking. And then redraft, same concept, get him if yeah. you need to the bye week is this week guys. So you got 10 more weeks of Calvin Ridley. You don't have to worry about a bye week. Nothing like that. Um, and the I other thing too, and I just started doing one, this one research. More thing, one more thing before you, before we go on. Um, the only thing I'm worried about with Ridley is, the quarterback situation. That's the only thing moving forward. That's what I was just about to That's, say to you. I just started doing research on the, uh, we talked about this last year with Matt Ryan's leap year and, and I'll be quick. I just started doing research on his first eight games with his new coordinator in the first season. So I'm hoping to have more next week on that to see how he's done because just like any other offenses that switch over guys, schemes change, offenses change. People need time to adapt. I think that's what's happening here. That's what I really do because I've been watching those Atlanta games, guys. You know, I love, I love Ridley and Pitts. So it's just – it is it is very – it is a mess. And Arthur Smith, we're seeing Tennessee not do so well. You got to think it's Arthur Smith that had to help that. So I think that's a, just a big issue right now, the offensive line and just they all need to get connected. If you guys didn't know, um, Antonio is a season ticket holder to the Atlanta Falcons. $3 hot dogs, baby. Got to love Arthur yep. Blank. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike Williams, before we move on real quick, guys. Yeah, at least four games out of the five with 22 points. They talked about him being the X. They talked about things being different and moving him. He's got at least 10 targets, nine targets in four out of his five. I love him. I regret not getting him. Buy him some more because there's people that don't believe in him. Um, all right, tight ends, guys, tight ends, and then we will wrap this bad boy up. Uh, the top two, you expect the top two, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews. Man, if you would have told me these next two, though, I, I don't even think – I'd still think I'd take a 1,000-to-one odds against this, that the next two tight ends would be Dawson Knox and Dalton Schultz. Dawson no and Dalton. I had no idea Schultz was fourth, by the way, until yeah. so I, so I looked at our doc. And Darren Waller is number five right now. So you expected Kelsey Andrews Waller, but, yeah, Dawson Knox and Dalton Schultz, literally undrafted. Um, I, got, I just – I just picked up Dawson Knox in our one dynasty league for one dollar. We are we are Bills fans, and we've done nothing but crap on Dawson Knox the last two years in this podcast. So, any listeners will know that. New listeners, welcome. We love Dawson Knox now, um, and we're here to tell you Dawson Knox is here to stay. There's a reason the Bills didn't trade for Ertz in the offseason with the rumors. There's a reason they didn't get him yesterday, as he was just traded to Arizona. Um, I think he's better think than him. If two you- off seasons ago, I said he was the next George Kittle. But then last year, I really crapped on him a lot. <laughs> well, he know. just dropped the ball. It's a big thing. Is he didn't make a lot of catches, and if he made those catches last year, people would be singing a different tune. Well, the thing uh, he was, yeah, he got, he got better at at uh, run blocking too. And that that's too, why, yeah. and that's why he's on the field more. And, and Beasley's not getting, getting. I think he's on the field for 29, 29 uh, snaps this past week against the Chiefs. Beasley, that is, um, and that's why the Bills are able to run this offense is with Dawson Knox out there is because he can obviously run block better than Beasley. And and now he's developed into this tight end that could catch 40, 40, 50 yard touchdown passes. So that's why he's on the and that's why he's on the field more and that's why he's the third leading fantasy tight end. 
so there's a lot of um, – first thing people have to remember is in college he was a great route runner at Ole Miss. The issue why he, – he did great. The issue why he wasn't better, his people running against was DK Metcalf and A.J. Brown. Yeah. So didn't he not have a touchdown in? A touchdown I think in, you might be right. He he, he did really well. So he, people are going to think he's Robert Tunyon of last year, right? So far, the guy's got 18 catches, five touchdowns. He doesn't get a lot of yards, but Keenan and or Eric, I don't think he'll be top five anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather have Knox or Schultz the rest of the season? I think both of them are going to slip. Uh, actually, uh, who, who's under these guys? That's a. See, that's tough because even – like, so Schultz was doing pretty good last year, but he got injured. Um, yeah, as a rookie too, yeah. Yeah, and he, and he was he was building up a little bit of chemistry with Dak. So, I mean, if that continues – And um, the thing with Knox is Dalton. he's always been a great athlete. Um, it, literally, the only problem was is can he catch the ball? And if he's going to keep catching it, I don't see any reason why Josh Allen's going to look away from him because um, yeah. it, it's working. What they're doing is working. Um, he tried to. They tried to do that last year. Um, obviously, seeing all those drops. Um, I think the issues is you have to rely on the touchdowns. I'd probably try to trade him for someone like Gronk, uh, someone like Noah Fant, Dallas Goddard, especially with Ertz gone, because um, he's touchdown dependent. But the people Keenan you asked right behind him: Hawkinson, Pitts, Gronkowski, who's been injured the last couple weeks, um, Hunter Henry, then Mike Gesicki. Would you yeah. rather have Knox over any of those guys? Uh, would you rather have any of those guys over Knox? Depends or vice on, versa. I, I don't uh, – Hawkinson, I don't think – I think he's a better overall player, football player, tight end, I guess. Yeah. I just – I you can't with that offense. You got you to take, take the more explosive offense that's going to use yeah. – that's going to use the player in the right in the right situation to get you fantasy points. Yeah, that's true. So, so you, know who I, you know who I'm going to say is going to fall out of the top five? And I don't want to say it, Darren Waller, because um, that whole that offense is going to go through a change now. Now that whatever happened in um, in Las Vegas with Gruden, I think they're going to struggle. Um, that's that's a tough situation there. Yeah, he was a Gruden found him. I mean, he loved him. He loved him. Yeah, yeah, loved him. Loved the tight end. Um, he's leading the league in targets uh, with tight ends by six. Uh, is, Kels, Travis Kels is next. Um, but you're right. Uh, he's only got two touchdowns, and that's going to be that's what's hurting him right now. And I, I agree. I don't know if he'll continue. He'll continue to get the targets, but maybe not the touchdowns. Um, all right, so that's a Fab Five. We're wrapping up there, guys. Uh, that was pretty good. Hopefully, we'll see maybe how Week Ten looks. Maybe we'll see if we can do a Week Ten. Um, so we talked about some backup running backs over some streeners. Talked about a few players. Oh, let me go over a couple of running backs, and then we will definitely cut the show out, guys. All right. So Antonio Gibson versus Carolina or Delvin Cook, who was all hobbled at Carolina. Who would you rather play? Gibson or I mean, Cook? I'd take I'd take Cook, but like you're playing, you have to play both. True, but what if you've got Gibson, yeah. Cook, and you also have someone like Jonathan Taylor or DeAndre Swift? And one speaking of them's in your flex. Speaking of yeah, John, you're probably right. Speaking of Jonathan Taylor, man, that Monday night game. He's back. Oh yeah, with, I was thinking about this Monday night coming up. No, yeah. Jonathan Taylor, yeah. yeah, he did he did do really well. Yeah. Uh Daryl Henderson or Daryl Williams. Henderson. Yeah, Henderson. I just it's tough. Henderson's been great. Like I said, it's tough with Williams until Kansas City shows us what they're gonna do now. 
Henderson's been very consistent, and he's getting 15, 16 points a game. He just hasn't put up a big game, which is why he's he's not he's not one of those sexy picks, you know. Moss over Williams. Yeah, take Moss. I take Moss too. Just I'm I'm really worried that they're gonna do this. They're gonna do like a two three running back monster, and each 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 running back against he's gonna get like five touches. Yeah, and, and, you know, we didn't show any crazy amount in the passing game, so you hope that they're going to do that. But if Tyreek Hill doesn't play, he might get some more, maybe not, but Tyreek Hill will play. Um, Damian Harris struggling against Dallas or Miles Gaskin at Jacksonville. Miles Gaskin had a rebirth, 10 catches, two no. touchdowns. Yeah, those two touchdowns saved him. But uh, how about the week before where he had point three point fantasy points or something <laughs> yeah. like that? It was so aggravating when everybody, of course, benched him and he went off. I, you know, all off season I'm like, oh, get this guy, get this guy. They're gonna use him, and 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 Flores decides to, I don't know what the hell he's doing. He makes me mad. But I'll take yeah. everything. That's true. All right, I think that that'll about wrap everything up, guys. Uh, I think great show today. Great show. Uh, like we said, we had our top five reviews, some streamers, went over the RBs. Um, over matchup previews. Make sure to tweet us any questions. Uh, and Antonio Denisi FF. You can find Eric at Big E, under, Big e underscore FF, Keenan at Keenan underscore 716, and the pod at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. And we got anything to wrap it up? Eric, you didn't tell us what you're going what you're going to dress up for Halloween. Yeah, Eric. I said we were still deciding. I wasn't sure. Oh, all right. well, well, yeah, well, that was when you left us. Yeah. Wow. Technical difficulties. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, good luck for week six. Can't believe it. it's already week six. Uh, make sure to get your parlays in. Gotta love your parlays. Uh, like hey, I said, uh, let's know. If- <laughs> when are we going to do our NBA podcast? NBA starts next week. No, nothing. Next year. If I can, if I can find a cricket thing. I don't know. NBA podcasts. I don't know. We'll see. I'm down. I don't know that's a, we don't even have people listening to the NFL podcast, so we got to see. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> we'll see you later. We'll talk to you next week. Mafia out. <laughs>